SAFM's Beck and Soda. Good morning, South Australia, and I'm just waiting for Soda to put his big cup of tea down. Good morning, Good morning. Becky Morsh. How are you? Got a bit of the Tommy Hayfee this morning. Wait, wait, a bit of hay fever? A bit of hay fever. Is Tommy Hayfee, that's a flashback because there will be uh, many, many people going, <laughs> who? <laughs> who? Tommy Hayfee, one of the uh, great football coaches at Collingwood and Richmond over the years in the 70s. Geez, you're showing your age. <laughs> you go to school with him. No, didn't he used to, wasn't he involved with the Sydney Swans in some capacity? Uh, yeah, Tommy yeah. Hafey was up there for a little bit as yeah, well. I've, yeah, I've, I don't know, I feel like I just remember him yeah. from back in the day and yeah. I've always called Hay Fever a bit of Tommy Hafey. Tom, <laughs> Tommy Hafey. Oh, it's like if you get, um, you know, if you end up with uh, herpes on your lip, a cold sore, yeah. you say I've got an Ian Turpy. <laughs> a bit or, of herpes. Um, or I often say, oh my gosh, I need to iron my shirt, there's a Kevin Crease in it. <laughs> Oh, nice. Yeah, just a few little... Yeah, good. It's just um, things I do to... You know you've myself. really made it. You know you've made it when someone uses your name as a reference to something, don't they? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like I'm going to have a gin and mark soda strum. Gin and soda? Well, yeah. what would you have with a morse? Yeah, I don't know. A, a horse for Melbourne Cup Day. <laughs> Why the long face, Rebecca? <laughs> yeah, giddy up. I, some, I read a nasty comment about me once that said, I'd look like I'd run well in the fifth in Flemington. Oh, really? <laughs> and you know that my nickname at primary school was Rebecca Horse, so I thought that was particularly Was cool. that Rebecca Horse because of the rhyming or because of the little bit of column A, a little bit of column face. B. I do have a long face and a rather yeah. long Roman yeah. nose. That's okay. I, I've had a good life. You've got a, wrong, a, long, <laughs> a long Roman, Roman nose. nose. What do you, what's a long, long Roman long, nose? It's long. Go side on again. Oh, dear. <laughs> Tell you what, I hadn't picked that before, but now you've pointed out. I um, pick it every day. <laughs> are the traffic lights? <laughs> Some of your best gear. Wow. Yeah. I've redeemed myself. Tommy Hafey, not so good, that one. I'm yeah, done. Pick it every day. Are you giggling at your own work? No. She always does. I'm giggling, giggling at your own work. I'm giggling at how lame my jokes are. You can mm. tell with the build up too when you yeah. have to tell a joke. You Start go, oh, here it comes. Here it comes. Yeah. I've, I've got, got one. one. I'm so one. excited. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tommy Hafey. <laughs> oh, God. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Hey, um, Beck, you know, yesterday morning when mm. you rocked into work, you were sporting that. Um, Interesting shirt, the pirate shirt. It was not a pirate shirt. What was it? It was. It's just a a white blouse. It was, was a linen. Yeah, linen. Yeah. And it, uh, it, it, I guess the sleeves were puffy. Had, had some volume in, in them. What did you call them? Voluminous. <laughs> Voluminous. Is that even a word? That's what they're saying in Milan this season. Oh my god! And it had some nice uh, chili peppers and all that embroidered <laughs> I, I on must it. Admit, I thought it was a desert look, pea, it, but it, they were chilies. Um, look, look, it was an interesting shirt. So congratulations on having the bravery and the courage to wear it. But uh, let me just say, we put out a, a poll yesterday, and we said, "Does Beck look like a pirate, or is it really nice for Sean?" Anyway, um, I'll just let people know that seventy-one percent. Of people said you look like a pirate, and twenty nine percent of people are deluded. So that's essentially the result <laughs> okay. of how it came across. So a third of people thought it was fashion. Thank you. Interestingly, though, we have the metrics that's able to assess who voted, what they voted, and there were you know thousands of votes. But let me just say, Beck, I need to call something out here. Yeah. When I looked at the voting system, yeah, the first person that voted. Have you got any idea who it might have been? Uh, was it my mum? She usually supports these polls. Wasn't Anne? Wasn't Annie? No. Do you know who else it might have been? Uh, I don't, maybe maybe um, keepsake 
the label because it was their shirt. Right. <laughs> no. Let me tell you, we looked at the metrics and the first person who voted saying it's a really fashionable short shirt was you. <laughs> Flog. 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 You Flog. voted for yourself Flog. and the vote, Flog. this is the worst Flog. part, the vote Flog. happened six seconds after the post was put up. Within six seconds of it being posted, you voted for yourself. What are you, a politician in an election? Well, in my defence, in order to see the results of a poll, you have to vote in it. There's no defence in six seconds. What do you mean you went to look at it? Six seconds before anything had happened. You went early to see who had voted. Guess what? No one had. You voted. What are you doing? <laughs> Being a flog. <laughs> this is SAFM's Beck and Soda. The Eyebrow Studio. Correcting and creating your perfect eyebrows. Beck's Bearded Babes. Shave. Ladies, <laughs> it's not a shave. Yeah. It's a safe space of hair removal here at SAFM on Thursday morning. It's Beck's. Bearded babes. Uh, you might be a little bit peri, there might be a few rogue hairs, or you might just have a little bit of a mo that you've always had, and there's no shame in that. We can share and grow together. We're actually not growing, we're doing the opposite of growing. Yeah. True, we're removing. We're removing because life can be a challenge sometimes, Beck, you know, for us girls, and it can be really, really tough to maintain our beauty regimes. Now, we've decided to get the experts in uh, from the Eyebrow Studio because you do not want to DIY, because when you DIY, DIY beauty yep. disasters can happen. Have you ever had any DIY beauty disasters, uh, style? Uh, yeah, I remember once because um, I've got a bit of a cowlick on the hair at the front. If it grows, you know, goes really out oh, of control. Honey, how so have you lived? I can remember um, before going in to read the news at Channel Seven one day. I thought I was trying to get rid read, of this cowlick. We'll read the sport. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> what do you mean? The sport part of the news. Yeah, I was oh. going in to be a newsreader. That's all right. Anyway. That would just be the chip oh, on mate, my shoulder. At least I kept my job. Anyway. Right. So what happened was... Whoa. You raised it. Uh, Give us hey, an so, aloe vera for that burn. <laughs> so what happened, Beck, was I had this mm. real bad cowlick, right? So I got the hair straightener at home, <laughs> and I thought, I'll just straighten it out and so until I can get a haircut. Anyway, you know when you do that, sometimes you get like a little burn across the top oh, of your you head? Oh, you burnt yourself with a JH, do you? Didn't know how to use it, right? <laughs> so I put this burn across my head, and anyway, I'm going, oh, no. So I put a little bit of aloe vera on it and yeah, yeah. got in. I rocked into work. Anyway, I've walked in, and Suzanne, uh, who's been at Channel 7 for a long time, she is the most skillful makeup artist you've seen of all time. <laughs> and Suzanne, well, she goes, what have you done to your head? Oh, and I said, oh, Suzanne, I was uh, in the, at the fire brigade. I said, I was at a house fire today, and I've burnt my head. And she looked at me, and she said, what were you doing with a hair straightener at a house fire? Oh, 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 <laughs> she picked it straight away. It. All right, 13.10.60, what's your DIY beauty fails? <laughs> Shannon in Surrey Downs, what happened? Good morning. Um, so when you're a teen and you're really super conscious about your hairy armpits, um, I thought I'd give a go of a foam wax kit. Yeah. Um, it didn't really go as per the instructions on the box, and I left, um, I hurt myself. And I left the majority of the wax on my armpit. 
<laughs> and I was too embarrassed to ask anyone for help, so I walked around with a sticky armpit for two weeks. <laughs> with the wax just in there? <laughs> with the waxy armpit. Yeah, oh. just in the armpit, one arm was just more stuck down the other. <laughs> oh, dear. Couldn't put your hand up in class. Um, <laughs> it was magnificent. Oh, <laughs> Beck, is there a hack? Do you know, is there a hack to, like, get the wax off? Uh, or do you have to just... Brave it and rip it. Wax on, wax off. Uh, no, I don't, I've always just done the old razor under the pits. Right. Because oh, I, I thought, know. you know, if you get that wax on, is there some sort of, I, think I don't know, some something you can put on? Well, I yeah. think oil. I think baby oil gets it off. Right. <laughs> Stella from Elizabeth. Okay, Stella, uh, what did you try doing at home? Um, so when I was 14, my neighbour, who mm. loved to have a couple of wines, decided that she was going to wax my eyebrows. Right. Um, which resulted in both of my eyelids completely scabbed for about two months, uh, my eyelashes sticking to them every couple of minutes, (laughs) and I did not get my eyebrows waxed or touched wax for 10 years afterwards. I mean, the things we do when you think about the Mm. concept of pouring hot wax onto your body and ripping it off. I mean, what about, remember that scene in 40-year-old version? (laughs) Oh, you! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's just your job. No, 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 no. So good. Uh, Chelsea J from Andrews Farm. What's your DIY beauty disaster? Oh, hello. Um, so when I was about. 10 years old, yep. I had a magnificent idea <laughs> of copying my dad. Um, he has a massive goatee, so I was like, oh, cool, I'd like to shave. And oh. I ended up shaving off one of my eyebrows entirely. Oh. <laughs> yes. how, how did you, when you were trying to shave your chin, end up with the razor at your eyebrows? I don't know, to be honest. I thought maybe I had a bit too much eyebrow um, hair and right. thought it'd be cool. So you didn't shave off the other one to match, you just left it. Yeah, well, I shaved the other one half off, so I got stopped. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sounds like you're on a footy trip when you wake up after a couple of beers and someone's shaved your eyebrow mm, Thank you, Chelsea. Wow. Uh, 131060, give us a buzz. If you want to come along mm. on oh, yes. Thursday, we've got plenty of opportunities, back, haven't we? Yeah, come along. Chelsea, you want to come along on um, Thursday morning? Sure, I think I already registered. Oh, there you go. Hey, hey, nice See you there. That's Coming awesome. Um, yeah, brilliant. So 131060, give us a buzz or send us a little texty on the Automasters text line 0488 uh, and you can come along and enjoy a beautiful morning of mm. waxing and bubbles and mimosas. What that's the first thing. Mm. Is that a little drink? Well, that's when you put the OJ in there so it normalises oh, right. drinking in yeah, the morning. Sure, sure. Oh, is sure. champagne and orange called a mimosa? Jesse Morford Vale, what happened? Well, I was about 20 or so years old. Mm-hmm. My friend and I were getting ready for a party. They're all waxing their eyebrows. They turned around and said, we can do yours too. I'm like, sure, that's a magnificent idea. <laughs> uh, I'd never had them done before and everything was going great. And then about five minutes after they'd finished waxing, yeah. I had a massive rea- allergic reaction to the wax. Oh. And... It took about two minutes for my whole entire face around my eyebrows and my upper lip and everything to go bright red and get covered in little tiny blisters. Oh, no. And right before a party, and unfortunately the makeup didn't cover it up, so I went to the party looking like a crocodile. Oh, (laughs) Jess. Yes. What do you do with your eyebrows now? 
I just live with caterpillars on my face. Oh, right. They're on trend, though. Big bushy eyebrows are in, Jess. <laughs> Jess, have, have you got the one, the mono brow, or have you got the little gap between? No, actually, I'm lucky enough that the, 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 the hair in between is not that noticeable as you're right up close. Right. Well, <laughs> hey, Jess, if you'd like to come and get threaded and get those caterpillars uh, just trimmed a little bit, you are very welcome to come along Thursday morning and uh, enjoy a little bit of pampering, okay? I would absolutely love to. Unfortunately, I have to work on Thursday. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh right. well, well, next time, Jess. Stay hairy then, eh? Hey? <laughs> Sorry, Jess. We'll only try. Steph, some of us have to work. Steph in Henley Beach, what's your DIY disaster? Hi, Beck and Soda. How are you? Yeah, really good. How are you, Steph? I'm good. I'm good. Great. So okay, what happened? In, well, back in year 12, I was a bit of a hairy Italian, so I had a oral presentation the next day and asked yeah. mum to... Wax my moustache, and um, the moment the wax went on, I knew I was in trouble. It was boiling hot, and sure enough, the next morning I woke up with a moustache scab. Oh, so yeah. I had to take had to take a week off school, and when I went back after a week, there was still like a scar, and everyone asked what happened. And I said, "Oh, my brother pushed me to the ground, and I got carpet burn on my lips." Oh. So, <laughs> now you want to come on Thursday? Or you got to work. Oh, I'd love to come along. Can I bring? Can I take my mum? Actually, yes. We just can't make it, so a spot's just open. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Steph, you and mum are coming. Okay, what's mum's name? Anne. Right, you and Anne will see you on Thursday. Right. Perfect. Bit of payback. Brilliant. There you go. Good there you go. Yeah. We'll sort Jess out. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. Well, we should send. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Yeah. Let's call Jess and we'll yeah. send some people to her Absolutely. work at some point. Oh, or she yeah, can go to the eyebrow studio. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll get Jim's mowing there and they'll sort the eyebrows out. You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. Oh, my God. Look at these trending topics. I like a theme, and it is a concert theme for Oh My Goss this morning. We start in Vegas, where uh, Prince Harry and Meghan attended Katy Perry's uh, Vegas residency. Nothing worse than being at a concert and being unable to keep your eyes open. We've all been there. Absolutely. (laughs) And in this instance, uh, they have been papped. Meghan, mouth open, singing, dancing. And Harry's eyes are half shut. He's doing that kind of nod. Uh, Yeah, so uh, he is uh, not enjoying himself at the Katy Perry concert. And meanwhile, uh, Will is in Singapore uh, meeting babies. uh, And the report about uh, his brother, he met locals and posed for selfies, even allowing an eight-month-old baby to suck on his finger. So while Mm. Harry's sleeping in a concert, Will is out. Kissing babies and right. letting babies letting them suck, suck his, his finger. finger. I'm not quite sure that's appropriate. It's a bit like, can you please suck the royal finger? <laughs> like coming to America with yeah, yeah. yeah no, <laughs> no, no, when he's having a spa. If you yeah. know, no? you know. Yeah. Don't yeah. Say okay. it. Let's definitely leave that Okay, clean the royal no, finger. No. no, that's what from you know, Prince yeah. Harry to <laughs> Jude Law who was watching Paul McCartney's concert uh, on the Gold Coast. Mm -hmm. And of all the songs that Jude Law is going to be singing along to... The vision is awesome. If you get a chance to have a look at it, it's like he's got some weird dance move. Like he's either driving a car or he's a drunk uncle at a wedding. I'm not sure. 
but it's it's fantastic, and he's singing "Hey Jude." I love that. <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah, he's got a cut. It's almost like he's doing the Wiggles big red car. He's yeah. got his two arms in front of him. Mm. He's really dad dancing. Yeah, good on him though. But it's "Hey Jude." He still looks hot. It, well, yeah, he's a pretty good-looking cat. Um, what about if they were? What song would they be singing? Like where you could start singing about Beck? Is there any oh, particular um, song? Um. Oh my God, Becky! Look at her big butt. Oh, do they say so Becky in there? Becky, yeah. Do they? Yeah, they do. All oh, right. Uh, is there a, so- a song about soda? Uh, they, absolutely. Magic, 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 Mark. I can no, sing for that. that. For that, yeah. playing your own theme song, you get this. Flog, 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 flog. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Hey, Beck, um, what did you do yesterday afternoon, late afternoon, early evening? What were you doing? Uh, I did a bit of Pilates. Oh, did you? Did my little exercise. Right. What, what did you do after Pilates? Did you go home? Uh, yeah, because it was my husband's birthday. What did you do in between? Uh, no, I just went straight home. Did you go to a supermarket in West, uh, Henley, West oh, Beach, yeah, yeah, Henley yeah, Beach? Oh, yeah, yeah, on Henley Beach Road. Yeah, I, I, right. yes, I did pop in for yes, a little did. Um, emergency purchase, actually. I'm well aware <laughs> well, of this know? because uh, I had my spies out and about oh, in Adelaide oh, I and I was contacted last night and someone said, uh, I've just seen Rebecca Morse. Uh, were you wearing Birkenstocks and socks <laughs> in the supermarket? I, I was wearing Birkenstocks and socks. I'm trying to bring that back and some and some very short shorts actually now I think of it. Were you wearing shorts that were so short there was a touch of bum cheek exposed? Well, no, no in that short, but my exercise shorts. Well, I beg to differ. They there was bum cheek out, right? Uh, yes, there was. So I received a phone call last night at around about seven Mop and bucket to all three. <laughs> Around about 7 p.m., I got a phone call from a friend and they just said, I've just seen Rebecca Morse in the supermarket with her butt cheeks out, <laughs> walking around in Birkenstocks <laughs> and socks like a German tourist. Anyway, um, what, did, what did you purchase there? Okay. Did you so buy a magazine? I did. I bought, I bought a magazine yep. that's got Florence Pugh on the cover because I really like her. But the main right. reason I stopped off is I was driving home yes. and it was it's my husband's birthday and I realised... I had forgotten to get a cake. And of Absolutely. course, it was, the bakeries were closed and I thought I'll just swing by. <laughs> right. I'm under the impression that what sort of cake did you buy him? I bought him an ice Don't cream. Don't explain it. You bought him a Peter's Original Party Cake for $11. For your husband's birthday. Only the best for my Jimbo. <laughs> right. You bought him an $11 party cake yeah. because you forgot about getting him a cake for his birthday. Yeah. Well, usually I bake, you know, but <laughs> I was busy. <laughs> but then I got home and it actually didn't even get used because daughter, my daughter Grace realised how hopeless I was, had already bought him another cake because what? she knew that I wouldn't have organised anything. And I went, what do you mean? I have organised something. Here's the Peter's original. <laughs> your daughter has actually had your back, yeah. which is yeah. fantastic. Well done, Grace. Thank you, Grace. She knew that you'd forgotten your <laughs> husband's birthday in the cake. She knew there was no cake, so she stopped home on her way home from work. So you think your relationship cake. is worth an $11 tight wad <laughs> Peter's original party cake? Serves 15. <laughs> you could have spent the 15 bucks and bought the bloody Freddo one. Yeah, that's that good. That is disgraceful. Yeah. You should be embarrassed, seriously. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda.
Beck and Soda's Morning Quickie. M's in from the newsroom. What's making news this morning? Good morning, guys. Hello, M. Uh, well, the largest ever pay offer to teachers from the state government's been rejected mm. again. Ooh. So, striking on Thursday. Right. Now, it's obviously year 12 exams, um, and a lot of people are taking issue with the teachers for doing this. But, I mean, with the exams, they only need to be supervised, don't they? The teachers aren't actually doing anything on exam day. But I feel like this one, the second strike in a relatively short amount of time, teachers have got to be careful. I love teachers. Don't don't at me for bashing teachers. Um, I just feel like the inconvenience for parents, they're going to start to lose the hearts and minds of parents, mm. particularly yeah, in, in Year 12 exam week. What did they knock back in? Uh, so $1.4 billion, but that's just a rise of 4% in the first right. year, 3% following that and 2.5%. Right, so what's that? Uh, Quick four, math. seven, uh, <laughs> nine and a half over three years percent. Yeah. Right. I think they're after uh, from five to eight percent right. in increase, but there's yeah. a big gap to and, bridge. Yeah, and the union says that some teachers are going to be worse off with cost of living, yep. and we're really struggling to attract teachers anyway. Absolutely, it is such a crucial role. Uh, look, if it was impacting the exams, I would go. This is just no good because the kids have to come first, but. Clearly, if the teachers are just supervising, let's be honest, they can have anyone supervise. Yeah, but um, all the other kids that are still yeah, at the school, younger the younger kids. ones. No, that's yeah. true. I and get that. Just, uh, dealing with child yeah. And also, it's, it's, we're almost at the end of the term. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, I, don't, I, I feel like this is a bridge too far. Well, you on think this about occasion. with negotiations, both people, essentially, you never get a win-win. Both mm-hmm. sides have to walk away feeling slightly aggrieved. Mm-hmm. And as long as you don't feel too aggrieved, then that's unfortunately how negotiations seem to work, isn't it? Yep. So 11 o'clock on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And they're uh, marching on Parliament as well, I think. Yeah. So does that mean that what's going to happen to kids at schools that aren't in the year 12? Is, are they, is school on or school off? Or are they well, last time days? the strike affected 167 schools. Yeah. And a lot of schools sort of put a bit of skeleton staff on, didn't mm. they? And an OSH sort of situation. Yeah. Right. So yeah. do we actually know yet? No. I imagine it's similar. What it'll look like. Mm-hmm. Well, we've got a school excursion on Wednesday, so I'm really keen to go along to that. So Where is it? Where are you off to? Um, it's the RAA uh, training day where the kids go and ride their bikes and learn about the oh, roads and cool. that. Oh, yeah. I yeah. love that. Uncle yeah. Soda down there with his stack hat on, except you're not the uncle, you're the father. <laughs> You say Uncle Soda. I don't know why. I've had a police check. Do you know why? Because Daddy Soda sounds really wrong. All right, let's move on, shall we? Big day in Melbourne. Big day in Melbourne. Well, sadly, let's let's just hope the weather holds up. It is Melbourne Cup Day. Uh, Warm, but a storm Mm. due this afternoon in in Flemington. Yeah. It's one of those things now, isn't it, where you go in Adelaide, well, what are you going to do for Melbourne Cup Day? Do you remember in Melbourne, they go, what are we going to do for Adelaide Cup Day? Absolutely (laughs) not. No. So uh, enlighten me. I have no interest in the cup. Who's running? Who's the favourite? Lots of horses. I know. Vauban. That's the favourite. Vauban. Are you going to have a flutter? Uh, No, not really. I'm not a gambler at all. But uh, the interesting story to all of this, I think, is Damien Oliver. And we all know Damien Oliver as one of the greatest jockeys of all time. Um, He's just waiting for his horse to pass a vet inspection this morning. And if it does, get this, it'll be the 33rd Melbourne Cup for Damien Oliver. Wow. That's pretty amazing, isn't it? 33 Melbourne Cups. Sensational. I remember he had that tragedy, he lost his brother yeah. in an accident, and then he ended up yeah. winning the cup and all that sort of thing. They made a movie about they it, didn't they? certainly did. Yeah. And Stephen Curry played Damien Oliver. <laughs> <laughs> remember that? Right. I do feel like uh, interest is waning every year. Yeah. Imagine in nowadays if 
people tried to pitch to have a public holiday for a horse for race. For a horse race. It never happened in this well, day and age. Well, 700 million views on television, it's expecting. Absolutely. Yeah, look, it's a big day. It's a tradition. A lot of people don't even get into the horses, but it's just part of Australian yeah. culture, isn't it? popping on a fascinated today soda and going to a lunch? Um, I, I am actually going to go along to a function just as with some friends to Lovely. you know catch up with some friends. What are you wearing? Um, I'm thinking about wearing a suit, a shirt, and a tie, Beck. Ooh, nice whoa. bag of fruit. <laughs> yeah. All right, what are you doing on Melbourne Cup Day? You anything? No, I'm not doing anything. Plenty of office sweets. What are we doing here? MZ? Yeah, we're having a lunch. Oh, good. I don't know. Usually people vote for chicken and chips. I don't know what it will be today. <laughs> what do we get? Chips. Whoa, SAFM, that's living. <laughs> what about some prawns? Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah. I haven't heard what's on the menu. I don't think the budget stretches to prawns. <laughs> Definitely a sweet. Follows uh, usually goes around the office. Love a sweet. Yeah. Yeah, beautiful. I have, no. a, have a great Gamble Melbourne responsibly Cup and yeah. drink responsibly. And yeah. So what that. will you be doing honestly this afternoon? No, I'm not doing anything. What are you going to be doing though if you're not going to be doing Melbourne Cup? Interested um, in your day. I don't know. Checking my emails. Okay. <laughs> You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. Very good morning to National Entertainment writer Lisa Wolford at News Corp. Lisa, great to have you in here again. Oh, it's always exciting to be with you. Magnificent. It's oh, magnificent. Yeah. You can't win the prize, Lisa. Come on. Hey, Damn we, it. We usually talk a lot uh, to you about streaming services, but um, you've got an update on what the free-to-airs are doing next year. Should we start with seven? Why not? Go to the top. Go <laughs> to the number one ratings winners. <laughs> right. What, so th- you've had a look now, a sneak preview. I haven't even seen this yet. A sneak preview of all the really good stuff coming next year. Yeah, so look, Seven's doing a lot of um, reality and rebooting some game shows and things like that. Right. They've got a lot with their prize recruit, Dr. Chris Brown. Yeah, okay. so what are they rolling him out in? What's he going to be in? So he's, like we know, he's taking over from Daryl Summers on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. Good choice. Um, <laughs> he's got, I, I reckon actually, and it's probably one of my top picks from Seven, yeah. is Dream Home. So they're replacing House Rules. And it's the same kind of thing. So it's six pairs of everyday Aussies. Yeah. Um, and they completely reno the house. So they reno it. Mm. And then they obviously get a beautiful renovated house. Mm. Um, but also a life-changing prize. We don't know what the life-changing prize is yet. It's, you know, right. to be discovered. And what about Channel 10? So I, uh, I reckon you'd be interested in this one. It's Ready, Steady, Cook. They're bringing back. Weren't you on a version of Ready, Steady, Cook? We had a show called Beat the Chef yeah. on the ABC. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it was it was like a ready steady cook type show where the uh, punters would come on against the big chef and that's actually how Po Ling Yao came on as a punter and I remember she was chopping onions with swimming goggles on oh, on the show. And now she's hosting MasterChef. Yep. I was so say. proud of Po. Yep, that's how she started. She was a punter that came on to beat the chef back wow. in about two thousand and four. It was on the ABC. You discovered her. Well, I, I actually take tried. the credit. So you know what? I'll be credit. honest with you. I actually said to them because there was a co-host and she got pregnant. And they said we need to find someone else. I said, "What about Poe, who was on the other day?" And they went, "No." And then she became huge on MasterChef. Right, yeah, there was so. something about Poe. There was honestly there was this mm. like um, aura and real fun and magnetism about you have her. That pretty and woman moment. Big mistake. Yeah, huge. You could actually <laughs> see it. I'm going. She's going to be a star. Lisa's the only one who gets my references. I know. I got it. Similar. Yeah. So, ready, steady, cook. Who's hosting? Miguel Maestre, who is um, you know the most exuberant Spanish I love person. Miguel. And segueing on to Paramount Plus, they're mm. doing. Um, it's, it's actually dropping in December. Uh, a drama. Uh, uh, called Paper Dolls, which is yeah. written by Belinda Chapel of Bardo. And it's sort of, look, they're not saying it's the story behind Bardo. Yeah. So it's a drama. Yep. Right. But it's a, it's really edgy. Right. Um, what was that Bardo song? Don't you treat me bad. Oh, yeah. Don't 
So Sophie Monk was in that and they had a massive falling out, didn't they? Well, Sophie kind of left, you know, they had big plans for Sophie and they kind of ended the band mm. around her. So, yeah, this is, each episode focuses on a different member of the band and then, yeah, it's amazing. Didn't um, one of the girls from the start get caught pinching stuff from the other girls and they kicked her out? They did and I can't remember her name because yeah. she didn't last long, obviously. Right. I wonder if her story's in Paper Dolls. I know there's a lot. There's a lot of, yeah, yeah like it's not... Right. They go, the pop songs are the lightness and the story, like it's edgy and yeah. dark and, okay. yeah. There we go. Well, at least that's uh, fantastic. Three things, it's magnificent. Three things to look forward to for next year. Thanks, Lise. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Year 12 exams are underway. They kicked off yesterday. Good luck to everyone navigating their way through today. Just remember, it is not the be-all and end-all. Relax, do what you need to do, and let the information and all the hard work flow. Absolutely. Year 12 results do not define you. No, Plenty no. more opportunities if you don't do well in your Yeah, life. but if you do stuff up, it's going to make life a bit harder, so keep that in don't mind. Don't do that. It'll be okay. There's way too much pressure on you. Relax. Um, Beck, now you revealed yesterday that the girls at your school certainly <laughs> revealed a bit during their exams. Well, I didn't because my skirt was always too long. But some of my friends used to write some of the like physics formulas and stuff on the top of their thigh yeah. and then just hitch their skirt up. Right. Um, I can remember back when I was in university and I was studying biomechanics and there were some really tough formulas. So what I did was the day before one of the exams, and this is not to try at home. No, I'm not comfortable with I this. went into the lecture hall and we had these little black, you know, those little black flip desks that you normally have did in you lecture have a halls. Fountain pen and a quill. No, mate. <laughs> and I had a grey lead pencil and I wrote all the formulas on one of the black desks, right? The desktops. Because you couldn't see it unless you angled the desktop to the light and it would reveal the formulas. <laughs> anyway, so I did that the day before because I was so paranoid I wasn't going to remember them. Anyway, when I got there to the lecture hall to do the exam, as soon as I came in there, someone was sitting in the exact seat oh, I'd written the formulas no. on. I tried to get there early, but I wasn't early you enough. You couldn't ask them to move. I could not ask no, them to move. Didn't, and so I'm sitting so there. It's my lucky desk. Yeah. And then I got within a couple of seats of it. And then <laughs> I'm sort of trying to move my head and angle to see if I could make the light reflect. So I could not see them. But you know, the good thing was... Because I'd written, written them, them all down, I'd remembered enough to get a pass. There you go. You didn't so that's need not to too cheat. bad. You all don't right. need to cheat. But if you did, <laughs> thirteen ten sixty, give us a buzz. Uh, and if you got busted, even better. All right, don't do this. Don't do this today. No, no, community <laughs> service. This is yeah. for the examiners yeah. to be on the lookout yeah, for. Oh, okay. Absolutely. Well, there you go. Yeah. Okay. Turn great. Uh, Francesca in Mawson Lakes. What did you do to cheat? Um, it was back in the old old days when we had the old phones and you could change the cover on your phone. Hang on, Francesca, Francesca, I just need to stop yes. for a minute. Back in the old days, <laughs> still when you had mobile phones. Well, it was old for me, okay? Of course. But we're not all your age. <laughs> very true, Francesca, very true. So tell us, what did you do with the cover? Um, so I took the cover off, replaced it with a clear cover and wrote all the um, answers under the cover and slipped it under. Right. Um, did you get away with it? I did get away with it, but it was less than magnificent because I still failed my test. Oh. <laughs> hey, you're in the running for a magnificent holiday, though, Francesca. Well played. Um, 131060. Did you cheat and did you get away with it? <laughs> right. What, Beck? I don't know. I'm such a nerd. This makes me uncomfortable. Yeah.
Like we said. Oh, do you know what I used to do in exams in primary school? I used to put my folders around my desk <laughs> so no one could look at my answers. I was that kid. <laughs> you don't and want I'd be like writing with my arm like over the top, like nobody <laughs> look at my answers. What a nerd. <laughs> Year 12 exams are on right now. So we're asking 13, 10, 60, uh, how did you try and cheat and did you get away with it? Now, this is purely as a deterrent. <laughs> this is not <laughs> tips do not do this at and home, clues. Kids. Absolutely, kids. Um, do you know a guy, uh, Mick O'Sullivan, that I grew up with, what Mick did in year 12 was the day before the exams, he went to the toilets and he got some toilet paper and wrote all answers on the toilet paper, then hid the toilet paper behind the cistern, right, in one of the toilets. During the exam, he went to the toilet and then once you knew all the questions were, and then rolled the toilet paper out because they follow you into the toilets back then. Oh, God. Not into the cubicle, but they right. follow you into the toilets. Anyway, he just sat there and then read through all of that and then came out and wrote it all out. <laughs> oh, wow. Yep. Okay. Edward in the Barossa, how did you cheat? Well, I decided to uh, disguise my answers in drawings and pictures and I placed them on the wall. <laughs> Oh. And how I did this, I thought of it because it was from the Where's Wally book. And I thought, what if this will work? And it actually did. So I used to draw a car, yeah. and on the bonnet will have a number, one, two, three. That would be my question in the row of the question. And then I'll have drawings to elaborate, to the, like have a number in a trunk of a tree, um, right. basically, or have, uh, like if it's general pattern, I used yep. to have general store, and then have a... A GP hotel with four stars. Then I knew it was that, mate. And Edward, it sounds <laughs> like it sounds like you had the Da Vinci Code <laughs> mm, going on <laughs> written all over the walls. I'm not following, <laughs> but if it works, good on you, yeah, well done. Uh, well done. That's uh, elaborate. The people would go to on Facebook. Uh, Lucas recreated a Pepsi bottle label and put all the hints and clues on the label. And Eden actually made a printed a pump water label on a clear plastic printer. Um, and put the answers on the on the. What about this? So this is what I love. What oh, Eden wow. did, right? Eden had all the answers there, but she only answered enough to pass, so that she didn't get really good marks, so she wouldn't get caught. <laughs> that is smart, oh, Eden. Dear. Don't try that at home, uh, kids. Okay, Elizabeth in Marion. What did you do to cheat? Um, I'm an identical twin, and oh. so in <laughs> in year seven, me and my sister, uh, we used to switch classes for exams, so I was really good at math, and she was really good at geography, so if we knew we were having a test, we would switch classes, <laughs> and then go back to our class, you know, normally, oh. and uh, we got found out because we had a pop quiz, and the grade went from really, really good to really, really bad. <laughs> Elizabeth. I always thought it was a myth. Oh, yeah. the old twin swap. Yep. Um, that was really good because we were really identical and even our parents couldn't tell us apart. The only way to do it was my sister had a birthmark and that was the only way. Oh, Elizabeth, I love that story. Right, we need to do a phone one day. Um, what did you swap when you were twins? Yeah. Did, oh, did that's you, clever. Did you ever trick any boyfriends, Elizabeth? Um, not really, but we have tricked our children. Well, not tricked our children, but being in the same room when our kids were little, they would sort of go, oh, which one's my mum? Which one's my mum? Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much, yeah. Elizabeth. Um, that is fantastic. Good luck that. today, kids. Mm. Do yep. it the 
hard work way. <laughs> no, not the have a crack. Yeah, no, okay. soda. What? Don't listen to Uncle Soda. Mm. I tried to shut this down, but apparently we're still It's coming. okay. It's year 12 exams, and we're just saying this is what you shouldn't do, but we're trying to come up with the ingenious ways that maybe people tried to pull a Swifty in their exams and cheat, and did you get caught? Kirsty from Oakton, what happened, Kirsty? Look, I was a, a magnificent oh, at faking sickness because I was fluorescent white being a ranger and before makeup. So I used to fake sickness before an exam. The teacher would feel sorry for me and send me out. And then I'd find out all the answers for the questions for the exam sit the next day. Oh, from oh, so my friends. Your friends <laughs> back what was in the exam. Brilliant. <gasps> That's exactly right. Yeah. Mm. Oh, those are some good friends, Kirsty. They were some good friends. That's okay. I'm still friends with said people now. They're that good. <laughs> well, you should be because it sounds like they got you through school, Kirsty. Oh, they did indeed. <laughs> well done. Well played. You can't do that in year 12, though. You can't no. go. You can't go sick in exams, can you, and get the answers that way? I don't think you can do a reset for nah, year 12. No, I don't think you can. Oh, you have sure, you can because if you're really stuff. sick. Yeah. Yeah. Don't try it, though, kids. <laughs> no. It's just not on. No. You know? Really celebrate the hard work you've done in the study. And just embrace that and really go your hardest. Are you being sarcastic? No, I'm not. I used to be a school teacher, man. I'm sitting there encouraging them, like, just go for it. Back yourself. Good luck. Right? And if you haven't studied, well, find a good way to check. (laughs) SAFM's Beck and Soda. Six to nine weekdays. SAFM.